uctoday.com. Hello and welcome to Out Loud. This week I have been lucky enough to attend Ribbon Perspectives 2019. Ribbon's annual conference gathers together partners and customers to analyse and explore the ever-changing communications marketplace. This year, Ribbon revealed the results of a survey it commissioned, which examined the future procurement plans of organisations around the globe. There were some interesting findings alluding to market growth and in particular areas like CPaaS or Communications Platform as a Service. So in this episode, I am joined by Patrick Yogas, who is CMO at Ribbon, to discuss the findings and look at how they will impact Ribbon's approach to the market. I started by asking Patrick why Ribbon commissioned the survey. Have a listen. Prior to the integration with between Edgewater in, into Ribbon, I attended a conference in the UK and I saw John Macario, who is the chief marketing officer of Edgewater, give the results of a survey that they had commissioned. I was very impressed. And it was really important to see real-time data from real-time end users so that we at Ribbon and Edgewater previously can really provide added value in terms of market direction to our customers who are channels to, to the market. So we said when John Macario became part of the team, we made him vice president for all of channel marketing. He said, I want to make sure we don't lose the richness of the, of the survey. And in fact, I want to expand it. So the survey that had been done the year before was principally in the U.S. and in Europe. We expanded this to 23 countries around the world, including Australia, New Zealand, uh, several countries in Asia. And next year, and maybe even toward the end of the year, we'll be doing Latin America as well. So for me, it was an incredibly valuable tool in terms of marketing our value to our customers, that we really are working hard to make sure we understand the u- their end users' requirements. We build those requirements into our product. And, and the survey, we should say, it wasn't ribbon customers or previous Edgewater customers. It's a generic pool of, of customers that are using, using unified communications technology. Correct. It was uh, 4,800 customers from around the world that are part of a database that are of decision makers that are pre-qualified, and they, they are a broad spectrum of different size companies as well. So we were able to slice the survey, be companies between 1 and 10 people, uh, 10 and 20 cu- customers, all the way up to cu- uh, companies that have over thousands of customers. So these are qualified decision makers and recognized decision makers inside of this company. And we asked them uh, literally 85 questions about their buying behavior and what they wanted to see in unified communications, security, their attitude about Microsoft Teams, and a little bit about um, what they would see in terms of having uh, access to a CPaaS, those kind of services as well. So it was, it was more than just UC. We asked them a wide-ranging uh, set of questions around the UC ecosystem. As you said, you, you covered a wide range of topics. I think the, the results of some of which you've published, and I know you're going to go into more detail in terms of geographical differences and that sort of thing over, over the coming months, but some of the results were quite interesting. And I saw the, the headline was the, the potential UC buying boom, which, which we might well see. Yes, absolutely. We, we actually asked the people who have not adopted UC yet when they think they might be making the switch. And we asked specifically in the next two years. We find that even for the largest companies, about 60% of them are talking about making a buying decision in the next two years. So it's really good for all of us involved in the industry. What were the other main highlights that that you picked out from from the results that you've looked at so far? One of the things that was striking, we did ask questions around SIP security, the different kind of attacks that customers have been having, whether they have UC or not. And what we found is 57% of the respondents have had some kind of attack into their business. What we're finding is that... Most of those end users, if they are UC customers, are expecting that UC provider to bundle in security into the, into, uh, the service that they're having. And even 18% of those respondents said they would actually be willing to pay more if they thought there was a higher level of security because the threats are real, the threats are out there. 
and I think they're becoming uh, more and more important to the end user and something that the those providers of UC can't uh, can't ignore any longer. And I suppose that must be encouraging, not the security threat, but obviously you have ribbon protect in that area. And security, I, there was a really interesting uh, panel debate here yesterday at Perspectives where the analysts were talking about different security threats and denial of service, DDoS, and also the, the rise of IoT devices and the potential risk that brings. So I suppose your portfolio caters very well to allay some of those security fears. That's exactly right. So we've created Ribbon Protect about a year and a half ago. We've, we've signed our first tier one carrier, uh, SoftBank of Japan. We've got 10 other customers lined up and a funnel of at least 30 other operators who are really recognizing the value of this tremendous amount of data they're getting from their session border controllers, from their firewalls, and how they need to really cre- uh, create a stronger, a more, more protected environment for their customers. We've added to our portfolio Anova Data, an analytics company that we purchased at the end of last year. And they have very rich set of capabilities in terms of extending what we can do from the fixed network into the wireless network as well. So you're going to be seeing, hearing more and more from us about not just the threats, because the threats are scary and they're real, but we have solutions that we can bring to market as well to make those go away. So security was obviously a big part of the survey. As well as that, you were talking about the results you've gleaned in terms of communication platforms as a service, and, and you have candy in that area. So, I mean, that market is only going to grow, isn't it? It's, it's an emerging sector, and I, I think the results of the survey reiterated that. Yes, absolutely nascent right now. And you see, We actually ask questions very specific in an accessible way for a consumer to say, look, do you have click-to-call? Do you have click-to-video? Do you have screen share? Those kind of questions. And literally, I think the highest level of consumption was click-to-call. About 30% of the respondents said that they were actually using that from their website. When we asked them the question, if you could add this more intimate level of customer engagement to your website with little or no IT involvement, and that's important. It's got to be easy to do, easy to consume. Well over 90% of the re- of respondents said in every category they would want to be adding that level of customer engagement, whether click-to-call, screen share, click-to-chat, or click-to-video. Those kind of capabilities are seen as really important. And, and I believe what we can say from this survey, pretty much table stakes going forward. The, the main thing in terms of simplicity, you're right, that's absolutely key because these features and functionality have been available for a while, but you might have required you know, in-house coding and it was potentially a much larger project, whereas platforms like Candy and other CPaaS platforms make it a lot more simple to integrate communication services w- within a business. Yeah, we, one of the things that we announced at and a big Enterprise Connect trade show in Orlando earlier this year was our partnership with AT&T. So AT&T announced the AT&T API Marketplace and they literally took our Candy platform and white-labeled it and made it AT&T, but they really worked very closely with my marketing team to come up with wizards to make all of these kind of applications that I'm talking about, very easy applications, make it really easy to use from the portal. So it encouraged people to go to the AT&T API Marketplace website, and you'll see that it's not, ju- it's not focused on providing access to APIs for coders. It's focused on making it very easy to consume for an office manager to go through a wizard, do a, uh, several tasks, click through, be able to embed a very small line of code into the website, making it easy with no IT involvement. So uh, AT&T really was incredibly helpful in terms of consulting with us to make sure that we understood, because we have the technology, but their marketing expertise, making sure that we made it very easily consumable. In terms of the, Candy's obviously the, the, the platform there within Ribbon. You've also done some interesting work with your partnership with IBM and what they've been doing in terms of transforming Hertz, the, the car rentals, IT infrastructure. Yeah, IBM is an amazing channel for us, right? And an increasingly important one. 
And the folks that we're dealing with within IBM are the folks that do the large outsourcing deals. So specifically for Hertz, IBM had an agreement with Hertz to take over the desktop management. So with desktop management inside that budget are the phone systems. IBM doesn't have that expertise inside of IBM, so they're partnering with us. We're actually putting our, our Candy Business Solutions platform into the IBM cloud, making it accessible to these customers that they need to serve, principally because they have heavy expertise, obviously, in IT outsource management and services for that, but they don't have the voice and the telephony experience. So they're getting it from us, and they're white-labeling it and providing it as an, as an IBM UCAS service. And that's, in fact, what we're doing with Hertz. We've started to get, I think we've been on this journey well over a year. We're about 60% done, and that's literally 60,000 seats across the country. All the airports, the very small retail locations, as well as some car sales centers that they have. But it's extending beyond the U.S. We've actually got another large amount of users that we're converting as we speak in Germany, in France, in Ireland. Uh, We've already converted the airports in Australia and New Zealand. So it's really a global transformation for Hertz overall. And I suppose that's the goal going forward, isn't it? The go-to-market with Candy CPaaS is slightly different from other CPaaS players out there in terms of from white-label the solution to, to go to complement other providers. That's right. We see ourselves as being, you know, again, we have over 500 patents in real-time communications. We're the technology provider. We're the arms merchant, if you will, for a lot of channel partners who really need to serve end users in more creative ways, more intimate ways having embedded communications into workflows. And I, if that term sounds so jargony, right, in, uh, for those of us in the industry, but if you say, look, putting a click-to-call button on a website and having that interface into, or putting a front end to a call center to allow that call to be escalated into a video or a screen share, if you can think about the, the very specific use, use cases, you can see the value and the power of embedding communications into workflows. Yeah, absolutely. And you talked about the work with AT&T, but Candy's also had some big wins that you were talking about at the show, the, yep. the Hong Kong, there was Optus in Australia as well. Yeah, we were doing amazing things around the world, right? The other thing we announced was actually was a private instance for IT Salat in uh, Dubai, in the UAE, with the regulatory requirements that they've got and lawful intercept, et cetera. They really liked the KBS solution, Candy Business Solution for UCAS, but it needed to be a private instance in their network. So we actually have stood up an instance of Candy that is owned and managed by us in their data center. So it meets the regulatory requirements and the requirements for their market. And they're looking to launch it for 300,000 users that they've got for small and medium businesses, and even all the way up to large enterprise. Optus is interesting. We worked with them last year to launch something called Optus Loop Live, which is really looking at the Soho market. That, again, is an amazing product. If you go to Optus Loop Live, go to their website, you'll see it's really you can replace a KTS, key telephone system, on the web through their portal in 15 minutes and put, out, put all of the, uh, the applications on your mobile device that you already bought from Optus. So it's a, it's a nice solution focused on very different size business. So we really are working across the, across the world and across different market segments. Uh, you mentioned Hong Kong broadband. That was really more of a consumer play, right? So they were looking for frequent travelers outside of Hong Kong to be able to have an, one application that they can provide multiple numbers from multiple geographies for that frequent traveler without having to travel with a number of SIM cards and trade them in and out uh, to have a cost-effective way of communicating at home. And just finally, with with this emerging CPaaS market and obviously the success that you're having with Candy, I suppose you see that having a greater and greater role within the holistic ribbon business going forward. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for us, you'll hear our CEO talk about our green shoots, our growth initiatives, right? 
We have a very strong and robust business where we're still involved with the largest carriers of the world, transforming their networks from TDM to IP, something I think many people thought would be done by now. And there is still a, still a tremendous amount of TDM to be converted out. So that's kind of our legacy and the core of our business. But again, I think the genius of David Walsh, who was the founder of Candy, was to say, look, I'm going to take the basic fundamental building blocks inside of our network that we have, where we have patent protection on application server, session border controllers. We have our own homegrown WebRTC gateway that I believe is the best in the industry that we've been investing very heavily on the last several years. Taking all of that intellectual property, all that capability, and decomposing it into APIs and putting it onto a platform, making it easily consumable. So yes, that is, it's a nice bridge, leveraging a lot of the expertise that we've had over many years, and then putting it into a more modern, different business model, the, the SaaS business model. Yeah, I suppose effectively it's an evolution of the features and functionality that you already had in-house. Exactly right. One of the other gentlemen you probably heard from yesterday, it's, it, it is a UCAS opportunity. We did an upgrade for the Department of Defense at the Pentagon. So Pentagon has a unique situation, and a lot of the secure government agencies, they require to have an on-premise solution. So we literally were able to change out a number of large PBXs in the basement of the Pentagon, move it onto our one application server, and over the course of a weekend, change out 60,000 users within, within 48 hours. So by the time Friday, they cut over. By Monday, people came in. And the beauty of that is they were able to use the same handsets they already had. So there was very little user training requi- re- retraining required, and it, it could be accomplished really quickly. So, you know, we're happy to work in the premise environment where it's absolutely important because we have those assets and they're available to us. But we're finding more and more the adoption of cloud is really where it's at. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for joining me. And I very much enjoyed Perspectives this year. Great. Appreciate having you here and see you next year as well. Big thanks to Patrick for coming onto the podcast with me to review the survey and tell me a bit more about Ribbon Solutions in the different market sectors. Also, a big thanks to the Ribbon team in general for inviting UC Today to cover this year's conference. If you want to know more about the main themes and news from the event, you can find an article on our website at uctoday.com, which covers all of the highlights for you. That's it for today's episode, though. If you enjoyed this or any other episode in the series, please do recommend the podcast to a friend, subscribe on your preferred podcast platform, and leave a nice review if you have the time. As always, though, a big thanks for listening.